it's uh it's just black cherry kool-aid but i always put a little splash of uh lemon juice in the kool-aid it's just good Oh, weird no it's good oh weird no it's not good it's not weird at all it's good but um i just brushed my teeth so uh you know made it very bitter but i mean really it's just it, down here so that you know if is I need there it. anything that tastes better after you've brushed your teeth <laughs> no that's very true although i guess i think if you ate something minty after you brush your teeth i think it would amplify the mint like i'd be curious to brush my teeth and then eat some mint chocolate chip ice cream i think that might well. be good I think that's a good experiment, but I feel like it might amplify the mint to an uncomfortable level. Well, I mean that—that's that's, to to a, to a painful level. That's a matter of personal preference, you know. Some people like strong mint. So anyway, what I was going to say uh, before we started recording, but I wanted to wait because uh, you and that other guy—shit, uh, I forgot his name. Now I feel bad. <laughs> Brady. Brady. I've never met the guy. So yeah. Anyway, I, I heard mm-hmm. you and Brady at the end of the show last week making fun of me for this. So uh, I just want to say that I did buy a, a cough button, and I have it. Really? Set up I, w- I wasn't yeah. making fun of you. I was just saying that you didn't have one. Yeah. And you, that was that was like the main reason you gave for not wanting to do it. You were just like, I don't want to do it because I don't have a cough button. Because I feel like I already have a tendency to, to like need to like clear my throat and whatnot. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'll I'll kind of like go like this and just like cover the microphone with my mm-hmm. hand, which does like a really half-assed job. <clears throat> but see, now if I have to cough, I can just push this button. <laughs> so there you go. <coughs> see, now, now that's I'm what I don't want to cry- do. But I'm, well, I mean, I could do a cough, but I it's like way down there. Oh yeah, sitting. there's not a. I'm surprised there's not a thing on the Zoom like a mute button or something. But yeah, it seems like there there would be. Well, I mean, I don't have a mute button and I'm not using the zoom so it's okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but anyway speaking of Brady I'll just say mm-hmm. in case he listens to this uh thank you for sitting in for me yeah and because I'm sure you didn't say anything uh thank you again to Greg Seward for sitting in for well, you. well I want to say thank you to Greg Seward now well, yeah yeah you should have last week but okay it, it was funny because I think a lot of people at first uh Greg and I look a little similar and I think that people, like, they could have mistaken him for me. Or, you know. I don't know if just, I'd go that like, far, ran- but if, if somebody, you know, if I didn't know either one of you and you said, oh, yeah, we're brothers, I will, I don't think I would question it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny because uh, there's, like, there's, I, I look like several people. And, you know, my wife always says, like, oh, you. Who are the other like, people, people that you look like, according to. Well, I mean, I think that to an you. extent, like, I, like, that I could be, like, brothers. Oh, all right. Is, like, you know, I've said, like, Caleb Pike, like, I feel like I could be. Oh, yeah. Like, I look like I could be related to Caleb Pike from DSLR Video Shooter. Yeah. And uh, uh, I think that the first thing that made her think that was um, uh, Jason from GameTech US, who's, like, you know, the modder. Does like modding and uh, he's like been in our, in our uh, analog frontier series. Yeah, I can't. Sorry, I can't uh, bring up his face in my. Uh, uh, he looks like you, looks according like to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could be like we look like we could be related. So, are you feeling like a little bit like like fairly decent at this point? Like, yeah, like maybe in the like at least in the eighty percentiles. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's just a it's like a nagging. Like once I start coughing, I like can't stop. You know? Yeah. It's just like my my lungs just feel itchy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. But and I just feel like I run out of energy. Yeah, that was my lot. that was my big thing. Like I don't I just got so tired by the end of the day. Yeah. Like I don't get or that early. shortness of breath breath stuff or anything like that. You know, like I'm not mm-hmm. I don't like go up the stairs and I'm sucking wind or anything like that. But right. I'm not normally like a nap person, but like right now it's like by the time it's like one or two in the afternoon, I'm like falling yeah, asleep. Close your eyes for a little so, bit. Yeah, which I mean, I don't mind that at all. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's been an, it's been an adventure. You know, <laughs> I got uh, got to stay home from work for like two and a half weeks. So you know, it's nice that I'm you know privileged to be able to do something like that. Right. What What did but, you do with your with your time though? I mean, I mean, I saw the, you beat Quack Shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first week I would say I did nothing. I just, I mean, I felt the whole first week I just really felt like ass. So I mean, I just mm-hmm. stayed in bed the entire time and watched, you know, watched YouTube videos. Uh, I re, I rewatched the whole uh, Band of Brothers series. Oh wow! Because I mean, you kill ten hours doing that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched for the first time. I watched Rambo three. Really? Yeah, because uh, that's you know spoilers or whatever. But uh, I have it right here. Um, that's that the was, one is dedicated to the brave people of uh, Al Qaeda. Well, end, right? it said the brave people of Afghanistan, not Al Qaeda. But, right. Uh, but it, but it's that's that was supposed to be. It's still gonna be, but you know, it's gonna be a few weeks late. That was supposed to be the next episode of Weekend Rental was Rambo Three oh. for the Genesis. Yeah. And uh, you know, I already talked about that game. I did that Sega Genesis in nineteen eighty nine video. Mm-hmm. And um, but I've never seen the movie, and I felt like how can you talk about a game based on a movie if you haven't seen the movie? Like I can't, I can't comment on whether or not the game even follows the plot of the movie. So you know, makes me a disingenuous, <laughs> you know, content creator. So anyway, anyway, so I watched that. Oh, because plus it was on um, at the time it was on HBO Max, which is now just max uh, for some reason. I mean, we, we yeah. talked about that last week about how, you know, they just made it so that's impossible to find out, like find, like do a search for your app because that's like a, such a general oh, yeah. word. It's so stupid. It's like yeah, if YouTube change, we're going to change our name to just tube. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I watched that movie. It's very bad. It's, uh, it's not great. Opinion. I, you know, I had a soft spot for it because I, uh, at the time, like I saw it in the theater, yeah. my dad took me to see that movie in the theater and you know, it's, it's fine, but it's the only one that I remember like nothing about except for like when he's like F him. Yeah. Cause it, it's very, uh, he, uh, forgettable that movie. And he, he runs into the, he like rams into the helicopter Yeah, with the tank. Yeah. I mean, I guess that was kind of cool, but just overall, it just like the, it just the whole plot line, I mean, it, it wasn't laid out proper i don't know it's weird you know like i mean because rambo first blood part two i'm not saying that's like you know high class cinema but it's a good action movie but yeah well, rambo james three cameron i just felt it. like who wrote this you know and it, it was it was not james cameron no i could tell you that uh matter of <laughs> factly but um uh, so if you've what? never seen rambo three yeah three have you seen uh just just rambo like no. the the sequel no Oh, you should like that's that one's pretty good. Oh, all right, I'll watch it's, it. It's like it's so absurdly violent. Oh, I don't that it's uh, it's 
But I mean, it's not it's, like it's, kind of, it's, it's not it's like saw hostile human centipede kind of violent, right? Like no, it's like it's not like sicko stuff. It's like visceral. Like here's like the actual damage that guns and you know like weapons yeah. of this caliber could actually do to people. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll, uh... and there's there's so much buildup in it. You know, like that when he finally goes crazy, uh, it is it's all right. <laughs> it's like almost therapeutic. I'll check it out because you want you want like really horrible things to happen to the the villains, the bad guys in that movie. Yeah, and when it does, it's like oh, now you've done it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll watch it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you saw on uh, various social medias there that I beat Quackshot. That took me. Several days, actually, I'm ashamed to say, but I would just like it. I would get frustrated and just pause the game, you know. But I was playing it on the Mister, mm-hmm. so and Quackshot, you can't save your game. There's no password right. or there's nothing, right? And so, like, my Mister was on for like a good four or five days straight without ever <laughs> being turned off. So, um, that's fine. But really good game. I mean, I talked about it on the show before, but I hadn't actually beaten it until yesterday. But yeah. It's one um, of those games that I think that it takes a little while to to get into mm-hmm. because I think it's kind of obnoxious. Like the the early on, the the plunger gun I yeah. thought was kind of obnoxious. It was just not a just the way that it only stuns enemies, right? Yes, and yeah. it's just it's it's just weird how it works, I guess. Uh, and that would that, that kind of soured me on the game when I first played it, but then. I came back to it probably about a year after it came out and, and finished it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's just like, you know, cause you have, I mean, for anybody out there who doesn't know, like your, your main weapon that you have unlimited ammo of is a plunger gun that, that shoots Mm -hmm. like a full sized bathroom plunger and you hit (laughs) enemies with it. And the gun is like tiny. Yeah. It was just funny. And, uh, you hit enemies with it and they get stunned for like, I don't know, five seconds if that. Yeah. But there's also, um, there's two secondary guns. There's a bubble gun, which uh, has limited ammo, which is kind of ironic compared to a bulky item like a bathroom plunger. And then uh, you have a shotgun, but is a kid's game, right? So it's not a shotgun; it's a corn gun. And so you pick up <laughs> uh, these, you pick up these ears of corn, and then mm-hmm. you, you know, you. Sh- it's like a popcorn. I think it's called a popcorn gun. And then you, you're shooting, but it's like unpopped popcorn kernels at people but the game is like really chintzy with the uh popcorn ammo (laughs) and then the other thing i don't like about it is so when you shoot the gun it's a it's like a shotgun like spread weapon so it shoots like five kernels at once so when you shoot it your ammo goes down by five instead of just by one and it's like why don't you just call that one shot like, don't make me do math in my head. Like, when I pause the game, <laughs> and it's like, okay, I got 20 popcorn ammo, whatever's, yeah. units. And then I have to, okay, that means four shots, right? Yeah. And just say I have four shots. Exactly, because yeah. it's not like you can shoot less right. or more. Right. You know, you can't, like, charge it or something and or tap the button and only shoot two. Yeah. But I actually, I do like the plunger. The, the plunger's neat. My thing with the plunger is, like, I don't like it as a weapon, but, you know, the first upgrade, because you upgrade the plunger gun twice, mm-hmm. and the first upgrade you get makes it so that the plunger will stick to the wall 
and then you can use right. it to like climb up walls and that's pretty neat yeah and then the second one which is a little bit stupid is that you can shoot birds with the plunger <laughs> gun like from underneath so it sticks to like the bird's belly and then the plunger's hanging down and then you can jump up and like ride the plunger mm. well you're riding the bird i guess but by holding on to the plunger uh that's because you only use that in like two spots in the game so like was that really necessary it, it wasn't necessary. And it, that makes me wonder if, you know, they had the idea for a lot of the game and then they realized, like, oh, we got to add a little bit more. How can we, like, make this game, like, a little, like, have some more meat to it? Let's just do this. I mean, I get, I, like I said, I can only think of two spots where you use that, the third, the green plunger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because then, plus, once you have the green plunger, that, that does all the same stuff as the first two plungers. It's not like you have to switch between yeah. like the wall plunger and the bird plunger. But um, I mean, that's kind of nitpicking. I, I thought the game was really good. Like I, I really, does it have it. unlimited continues? Yes. Thank God. Cause I used okay. all of them. <laughs> it's unlimited continues uh-huh. and I used them all. Yeah, uh, every last one of them. And then the other game, I haven't beaten this one yet. You're, you're going to be disappointed because I, I wanted to have beaten it before I talked to you about it. But uh mm-hmm. I'm although this one does let you save, so it's okay. I've almost beaten uh, Wonder Boy in Monster World. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. it's a good one. I mean, that is it is. I'm enjoying one of my favorite Genesis games. I'm enjoying it immensely. I'm a little bit stuck in a spot. I'm some boss battle. I forgot Mm -hmm. which one even. But but but, it never feels. But I'll get past uh, it. I, I think that one, I guess Monster Boy, if, if you never played Monster Boy on newer consoles, you absolutely should, especially after playing that. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very good. Um, I, I have like two Wonder Boy, are they Wonder Boy, Monster Boy? I have two games for the Switch. One of them you gave me and one of them I bought somewhere yeah. else. So I think the one I gave you was Asha in Monster World, which is okay. Monster World 4. So it's like, oh, <laughs> everything gets it's all the crazy. You know? the one that like, I'm what, playing. Right. Uh, what you're playing right now, like, uh, you know, it's it says doesn't say on the title screen. It says, uh, it doesn't say, it just says Wonder Boy and Monster World, but like the yeah. Japanese version, because as you know, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but the, uh, you know, like Wonder Boy has two series, like it's split off. Like there's like, like the first Wonder Boy. And then after that was like the Monster World series. And yeah. kind of like they're like a side series. Uh, and those are all like, individually numbered and i i'm pretty sure that in japan uh wonder boy monster world is called wonder boy three months it's it's called wonder boy five monster world three something like that yeah <laughs> something like extremely stupid yeah it's too much yes yeah but anyway uh, i've been i've been i was very i've never played that game for more than like a few minutes and so i'd never yeah. i'd play the first part and be like eh this isn't really my speed you know, because if you just played like the first half of the first level, you might think like, "Yeah, this looks kind of lame." Right. Um, and but so I'd never really castle, gotten any. Like, uh, you have this whole world to go and explore, I guess. Then it's very like almost Metroidvania esque. Yeah, but I, don't, I mean, even before that, I just think even if you just play, if you actually play through the entire first level to the first boss, mm-hmm. I think that gives you a, a much better idea. You know, right? But I think the first time I played that game actually was like on the PC engine. And, oh, as Dynastic Hero, yeah, probably. And I think I was blasting through a bunch of games that I'd gotten for cheap. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, th- there's a lot of games 
I shouldn't say a lot, but there there are several games in the PC engine that are very similar. Yeah. Oh, to yeah. that game. And yes. Uh, so I think I just oh it's another one of these, and I just kind of moved on mm-hmm. to the next one. But so I'm glad I finally sat down and played it. And actually, what what got me to so this this one incident, which again is thanks to COVID, uh, actually <laughs> inspired me to do two things. So there's this guy Josh that hangs out in my Discord, mm-hmm. and um, he has a he has a website, which is actually a whole separate thing I want to talk about. But he has a yep. website that he doesn't really update anymore. But you know, it was just you know talking about his main interests are, you know, old video games and comics. And so he would just upload articles, mm-hmm. not really a vlog or a blog though. Like just really just more of a website where he would write articles about just various things that he felt like writing articles about. And, um, he mentioned that this wonder boy and monster world game was like one of his absolute favorite, or maybe it was his absolute favorite Genesis game. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'd say that his tastes in gaming align pretty well with mine. And so when he said that, I was just like, wow, I think I should actually spend some time and, you know, give that game its due or whatever. Yeah. And I was feeling well enough that I could go sit in a chair and play games instead of just laying in bed. And so I I did that. And that's what got me really into the game. So, so I hope to finish it soon. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that you're playing it because that's definitely one of my favorite games in the system that's what that's what i'm all about is making you happy (laughs) i mean kind of like an open secret or like a thing that we we talk about or we do uh and i think that people that know know but you know that game appears in more episodes of our show than any other it's kind of it's kind of like a mlig easter egg isn't it yes like i mean where we you you know you're like finding ways to like shoehorn it into the video yes. somewhere yeah and there's even times where just the cartridge is in the background of a b-roll shot yeah so I mean, it's, it's just a fun little thing that we do yeah uh what else oh i got my vita out playstation Ooh. vita which was the the battery was like completely totally dead like i had to put in the date and time and everything is this a was it a is it a one thousand or a two thousand? Is it is the one with the OLED screen yeah. or the one with the yeah. okay OLED screen? And uh, first thing I gotta say, just impressed that thing's like ten years old. The battery yeah. is still like fine. Like I yes. charged it up and I still I think I finally plugged it back into the charger, but I didn't really need to. But it was like halfway mm-hmm. drained. Yeah, but. I mean, I was because uh, I was kind of worried. I'm like, man, is maybe the battery's toast that I'm only gonna get to play for like an hour. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I was playing that thing for hours and it's still, it was still doing just fine. But I'm like, well, I might as well go ahead and juice it back up. Yeah. I don't really know what the deal is with like a lot of those, like that era of handhelds. Like they, they will just, I'm surprised it was dead because a lot of the era, like that era of handhelds with rechargeable batteries will hold a charge for a super long time. Yeah. Like, uh, I think, I think someone was telling me about how they, uh, got a Game Boy Micro, like the Game Boy Advance Micro. Yeah. And it has a rechargeable battery in it. And it might have been Try mentioning this someplace. And uh, he said that he got that as they were just kind of phasing him out. And yeah. he'd never charged the battery. He'd occasionally uh, pop a game into it just to, like, you know, get a B-roll shot or something on it. Yeah. And, like, over 10 years later, he's, like, still on that initial charge that it came with. He's That's like crazy. He's like, he's never plugged it in. And he said... 
I think that he said, oh, I had I had to charge it finally and I couldn't find the charger. <laughs> and when I eventually found it, it like still had the uh, the twisty tie around it. Wow. So it had never been been yeah. used. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, the only game doing, I played like, stuff on, in the uh, background. And what's what? now all these systems are just like doing so much stuff in the background. Oh, that, yeah. Like if I don't I have to like leave my switch on the cradle or it mm-hmm. goes dead in yep. like no time and uh my switch like i i can't and i get it like it's got a way bigger screen and it's more powerful i assume so i'm not trying to make a direct comparison but uh i can't get as many hours of gaming in on my switch in handheld mode as i did on my 10 year old vita so i was impressed by that yeah as well um the only game i played on the vita is uh, I hate it. I'm like one of these people. I guess I'm a Vita Vita hater a little bit, although not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like when I got my Vita, um, I got it. I don't know if you've ever saw. I don't know if this was a Fry's thing or, or what, but there's this West Coast uh, electronics chain called Fry's Fry's Electronics that is, is no longer around. They've I don't believe so. I believe they're completely uh, gone now, but they're the ones they had. Every single store was had a different design to it. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, I've been to the one in L.A. that was like the sci-fi, like 60s sci-fi mm-hmm. movie design. That one was really cool. Uh, but anyway, I got my Vita there in like, I don't know, like 2013 maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were they were refurbished. Like they were selling oh. refurbished. But I mean, they had like stacks of them. They were all in just these white boxes. I don't know where they came from or who refurbished them. I don't know if it was factory refurbished. I wouldn't think so, but they're probably already phasing it out. I mean, maybe because I think that the 2000 might have already been out actually by the time I got that. But anyway, yeah. the game that I bought with my Vita was whatever the Hot Shots golf game on the Vita is called. Uh, World Inter- International or Inter- was it World Invitational? All right, sure. So that was the game that I got when I got the system too. Awesome game. Yes, it's probably but, my favorite Hot Shots golf game. Well. It, uh, are we counting uh, the latest everybody's golf on the PS4? No, I see. I barely played that. Like I put okay. that in, and I've like I have that. I got it for real cheap. Yeah, one time, and I, I barely played it. Though. Okay, I would say that's my my favorite. Hot shots has always been just whatever the latest one is, because to me, like mm-hmm. the series, just like every installation is just better. Yeah. So, do you think it was a big mistake for them to, you know, adopt the Japanese title of everybody's golf? Because I feel like that made it not sell very well. I mean, I think they should have just gone with that name in the first place. But yeah, I agree that once you like established like this is the brand here is Hot Shots. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would you not like what was the point of not calling the latest one, the PS4 Hot Shots, whatever, you know? Right. I don't I don't really get that. But it's just easier, less, maybe less work for somebody. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, that, I mean, that was like the only game for the Vita I really ever liked, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's funny every time I get my Vita out because, I mean, the hardware is it's awesome. Like, it's such an awesome yeah. little handheld. And so every time I get it out, I'm like, it's like I forget how awesome it is. And I'm like, I got to get some more games for this thing. And then mm-hmm. I'll go look up like lists of like, what are the recommended games for the Vita? And it's just like, I'm not saying they're not cool, but I'm not the target audience of any of that stuff. Right. And so because I even saw somebody on Reddit, like in an old, you know, an old thread that was about recommending games to people saying like, oh, it drives me nuts when people say 
there's no good games on the Vita. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, because there's good games for you. But, right. you know, compared to, like, the PSP, like, I think I had a way better time with the PSP as far as, like, the game selection goes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, the, the Vita I, clearly is too. better hardware. Yeah. But I don't you even know, mind. That's it, why I'm it, saying I'm not, like, a Vita hater because, like, to me, it's just, like, a portable hotshots golf machine. And I'm, like, right. 100% fine with that. Well, if you want to explore a bit more, it's it's incredibly easy to hack it now, and yeah, you can get you can get like these things that go in the cartridge slot. You put in, just put an SD card on there. And actually, use that as I actually have a couple of those because I bought oh, them, yeah. thinking like, oh, maybe I'll hack my Vita, or I have a yeah, I have one of those PlayStation TV things that I've never even taken out of the mm. box because I got it when they were like twenty bucks. Yeah, those are, so, like now they're expensive now. Yeah, but there's like there's you know it's been so blown wide open. And I think that you can even just like hack it by going to a website now, like like. Oh. Uh, and I think that's fairly recent, but you know oh. you can like, that's like Wii style. Yeah, where you can just go to a site and it will just do everything. But yeah, so I might it would be cooler to hack that, I guess. But yeah, because um, I mean I you know there's some games on there that people are so you know fond of like oh this game is so awesome and, and but then I look at it and just like I don't you know mm-hmm. I feel like around that time. There was just sort of this shift in like the art style used in a lot of Japanese RPGs, and it, it just yeah. doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I can see that. But I can uh, see that. But anyway, like I said, I don't even care. I was having an awesome time playing uh, Hot Shots Golf, and then I also got my Switch out. Mm-hmm. Which uh, why I got my Switch out is a whole other topic that I do want to discuss, though. But uh, I got my Switch out. And uh, was mostly trying to play Doom on it, which is a pretty. <laughs> which is so a, you're thinking about it too. Yeah, you're like I don't uh, want to be a Doom poser. No, well, I'm definitely a Doom poser, but um, but but I mean, you're getting it out so that you would hopefully not no longer be one. Well, it's not that. It's just watching that video, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, mm-hmm. Just made me want to play Doom. Yeah. But uh, playing Doom, Doom on the Switch is is awful. I mean, I'm See, sure I, I didn't think it was that bad. You, I just kind of get a I I those little analog nubbins on the Joy Cons. Mm-hmm. I I can't do it, man. And uh, people in my Discord I mean, were telling like, me if like, you get the Hori, like there's the the Hori uh, Joy Cons that you you stick on the the thing, yeah. and it does look it makes it look more like a, a, a Steam Deck or something. Right. Which is fine, but that's like 50 bucks. I don't know. Yeah. I, the thing is, I normally I things. would just play it plugged into a TV anyways. So, like, you know. Yeah. But what I ended up doing instead um, is just installing it on my computer using uh, uh, Chocolate uh, chocolate Doom. Oh. On my Mac. Chocolate. I got Chocolate Eruption. Yeah, I don't Doom. know why it's I don't know why it's called that, but it's actually really cool, Chocolate Doom. Which uh, yeah. also there's um, there's Crispy Doom. I don't know if Chocolate Doom is Mac only, but then there's Crispy Doom that definitely works on Windows. But what's cool about the chocolate it would be like is, isn't that like Mocha is what what the name of like the I have no idea like, part of like something I, that I like the SDK or something like that on I have no idea. But right. what I like about it is it just like it opens up this little window where you select which game you want to play. And, um, like from, from there, like you can launch like doom one, doom two, final doom, uh, uh, the checks, checks quest, hexen, 
I forgot yeah. what else. And all you got to do is you just you go to like archive.org and download the wads and yeah. stick them in a folder somewhere and you just tell Chocolate Doom where the wads are. And then that yeah. time, anytime you open the program, you just hit the drop down menu and be like, oh, it's going to be a, a final Doom kind of day and just mm-hmm. hit launch and, uh, and it launches it. And then plus that, uh, that interface uh, ha- gives you access to the settings. So if you want to yeah. like change the the controls, which generally I do, I like I like using the I got too used to the WASD style, uh, yeah, shooter they, controls. So that's you know that and a mouse for me is the way I want to play. So yeah. Um. So anyway, I was doing that, playing it on my uh, PC or Mac rather, instead. But the last thing before I close the door on the, the switch, the last thing I want to say just because this kind of. This kind of salted my Kool-Aid. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't play a lot of modern games, so like maybe it's, this is just how it is now. And I don't know any better. But um, a while back, I'd purchased, uh, I think it's PGA 2K21 for the Switch. Just because, you mm-hmm. know, I love golf games. Yeah. And But you stick this game in there, and like it, you, you have to agree. Every time, I think every time you play it, you have to agree to some kind of weird privacy policy thing. And then, really? and then I don't know if it's because I haven't played the game in a while and it got updated, but it's like you have to agree to the terms and conditions again. And then I forgot what the second thing was. So here's the thing. It, it has this pop-up window where you have to scroll all the way to the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then hit a button. And you, you, have to, you just hold down the, the thumbstick and wait mm-hmm. like 10 seconds at least for it to scroll yeah. all the way to the bottom to hit the button. I was already annoyed by that. And then it came up with another one that was something else. And I had to do it again. And then it came, I'm not making any of this up. It came up with a third one. And that was the privacy policy that was separate from the other privacy policy that I had to already agree to. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. And I just, I took the card out of my switch without even closing the software. And you just flicked it across the room. I didn't do that. I set it down on the nightstand, but I'm done. Like that's, that's obnoxious. Yeah, to like make you scroll all the way through it to play golf of all things. Like, is there a person in this world that's ever read that except for the person who wrote it? That's, I mean, that's the kind of thing I could see like one person reading it just so they could make like a YouTube video about it. Like, or, here's yeah, all the things like, oh, that are they're in gonna here. like. Yeah, this is like this is what I don't like about yeah. games. Is like they're just like they're stealing my data. Yeah, yeah. For um, how much I'm playing PGA Tour. In fact, I think that was why I got my Vita out because I just wanted to lay in bed and play some freaking golf. Yeah. And so when that didn't work out, I'm like, why am I even doing this when I have hot shots on uh, on the Vita? Yeah. But, get some of that clap hands. Yes. Action. Yes. Clap hands does what EA don't. H a n z. Clap hands. <laughs> clap hands. Yeah. Um, hands. But so I don't know if I don't know if this was something you'd wanted to talk about too since you said something but um i realize i'm doing most of the talking today i apologize for that it's but, okay it's all right um, you know so i ended I feel up like what i just uh, you know you've probably you've been in quarantine and yes. you probably like you know you the, i mean you probably only like talk to your wife yeah and barely like, even that <laughs> well <laughs> no I mean, i'm not i'm not i'm saying like no, i was really I, I was really trying not to give it to her so like i was in right. i was in the guest room i always had the door shut like mm-hmm. she would bring me food on a tray and like leave it on the ground, <laughs> and then like after she went downstairs, <laughs> like I would, 
Yeah. You know. And then she still got it though. But now she has it. So Well, she ended up getting it because after a week I came out of quarantine because like according to certain governmental organizations, five days after you test positive, you're like all good to go and you can go back to work. Mm-hmm. So I thought like, okay, you're not, you're fine. And so like I came out after a week and then like two or three days later, she got it. So clearly uh, that was all lies, but um, <laughs> whatever. She didn't, I, I thought she was going to be more upset when she got it. Cause I mean, she's really been like, like not that everybody's not trying to not get it, but I mean, she's been very extra cautious. And so when she yeah. got it, I was like, oh man, but she seemed okay with it. Cause I mean. She got to stay home from work for a long time, well, too. I mean, that's like the only real upside is that well, of course. You, you can feel okay not being productive at all. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like that is like the best part about getting sick in general where it's like, all right, so I am just going to do this, not to do, I'm not going to do anything and it's going to, it's okay. Yeah. Like, like nobody can say anything about it. Yeah. Although I, I mean, I still tried to find ways to be productive. I mean, I re, uh, yeah, I re, redesigned my my website. So I mean, that was, yeah, that's pretty cool. But I mean, I just did that this week so when I'm feeling a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what I was gonna say is, uh, I finally finished watching the Tim Rogers Doom review, mm-hmm. which is funny because I didn't realize how much of it I still had left. And yeah. part of the problem is that I kept, um, I kept falling asleep watching it. Not, not because like it's not good, but it because it's so long. It's the kind of thing I would put on, like before bed, and yeah. so I would end up just dozing off or whatever. And then you just go back, you know. And yeah, that's I why... just would remember about okay, this is the last thing I remember him talking about, and then I would just start mm-hmm. from that spot and keep going. Yeah, and a lot of times he will build in like breaks, and he tells you at the beginning. I, I don't know if he does it now or he starts doing it like with the Tokimeki Memorial one, where he says. You know, you don't have to watch this all in one sitting. Like, in, in fact, I encourage you not to watch it all in one sitting. Yeah. Just, you know, watch it at your own pace. Well, I mean, that's, that's like okay. a six-hour video, the Tokimeki, right? So, I mean, yeah. like, nobody's going to watch. Nobody in their right mind is watching that in one sitting. But um, anyway, watching watching that was what made me want to play Doom. But what was crazy for me was that, like, between uh, watching the video and reading that Final Fantasy VI review that I sent you, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you read it or not, but from from his his website, which I'm surprised is not online anymore. I feel like it just was recent. I just read a well, review I, that he did for like Sin and Punishment Star Successor. Like I couldn't have been like more than six months ago. Well, I mean, you can get all that stuff with the Wayback Machine anyway. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't know that his website's down. But mm. um. But he mentioned in the Doom uh, video that, like, oh, I wrote this, you know, Final Fantasy VI review. Right. And, you know, and he kind of talked a little bit about it and said, like, I'm, you know, I'll probably not leave it up very long because, I mean, that whole article is only tangentially about Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, all, of, <laughs> all of his reviews are, like, tangentially about. Yeah, yeah. But, like a roundabout, or even his videos are tangentially about the game. Yeah, they like work around, you know. But work so in that, in it. in like basically in one day, I finished watching the Doom review, and I read that article, and like that sent me. And again, I'm not joking. I'm trying to be funny. Like I was like legitimately seriously depressed for like two days straight. 
after after <laughs> watching and reading that. Really? So yeah. I need like you you sent me a link to it and I started reading it. Uh you know, I just like I didn't have much time, so I just like kinda went through like the first like it's very two long. Or three yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean it's just like you know, it, if you ever get around the watching is a uh, uh, Boku no Nazi Nazi I started Nazi, I started it. Like so he goes into he goes in depth like how his mind works and how he's able to re, like remember specific things. Yeah. Like uh cuz he like has like a he says that he can like recall like like 98% of like all conversations he's had since he was like 12. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like kind of a photographic memory, but like, but you know, to a much, much like greater extent, I guess. Yeah. But he, you know, goes through like how he he explains to the viewer how it works. Oh, well, I'd be interested in hearing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. You're depressed. What? You but you were de- depressed for oh, ex- like like, like extremely depressed. <laughs> No, I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying that to be funny. No, it's just like, like a I know, lot of the, I know. It's just like a lot yeah. of his experiences. I think that he talks about, especially like in high school and whatnot, like just hit mm-hmm. like way too close to home for me. Right. So, interesting. Okay. I mean, in some ways, I mean, I think you know some of the stuff he said. Like, I don't know if he's trying to be funny or not, but he talks about being like a mute, and certainly I was never was never a mute. But, right. And he's he's certainly not a mute now. No. <laughs> but other than that, just a lot of the stuff he said was just like really brought back a lot of stuff like for me. Um, but it also ignited you to like play get Doom. back in the writing kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is like um, is really cool. And, you know, like just hearing you talk about that makes me think like, oh, you know, like seeing you being inspired to like bring your website back. Like, yeah. saying like, well, maybe I should get back in the blogging. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a blogger, but. Um, I've just, I've always enjoyed writing and like, I, it's one of the aspects of my show I really enjoy is the writing, mm-hmm. which is funny cause I haven't released an episode that involved any writing in like what, two years. Yeah. Something like that. But, I, but, and um, writing is like the, the thing that I struggle the most with. Oh, um, but I just need to do it more. Maybe I just need to just do it more and I'll get better at it. Yeah. But. But I just I liked his whole style of of you know and apparently that's some kind of like newer style of games journalism where like you really bring your your personal experiences and memories yeah. into the review rather than just doing some dry review and right. uh, you know because that's that's part of what I make my show about you know is trying to bring in my personal you know so like why oh, not yeah. why not write you know originally my website was based on the idea of doing like these capsule reviews. And so mm-hmm. everything was supposed to be real tight. You know, it's one paragraph because it's not about spoiling the game for somebody. It's just about, you know, somebody sees that and what I have to say about it. And is that enough to make them want to go play the game or not? Mm-hmm. But, you know, and maybe that was more of a thing at that time. Because, I mean, really feel... a lot of, I mean, that's what EGM's reviews were all just capsule reviews. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see if I stick with working on that. But, you know. I mean, I think that's really fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just writing about your experiences connects to the reader or the viewer so much more. Yeah. I think a lot of people are sad that we don't, or, you know, for having a show called My Life in Gaming, there's not very much 
my life true in it that much these days although occasionally i will put stuff in there yeah but you know i think that maybe i should do it more i don't know i don't, I don't know. think about it yeah um but what was the thing i was going to say oh the other thing i was going to say is just i ended up talking to my wife about this because like i've i've never you know obviously i don't have something like what tim rogers has going on with his with his memory thing mm-hmm. but you know, I I was always surprised, like when I was doing those flashback videos, that people would tell me that I had, you know, I wish I had, you know, the you have an amazing memory to be able to remember all these things. Because I to me, that when watching us. I thought, yeah. doesn't everybody like I didn't, you know, people would leave comments like, oh, I only remember a few little details of my childhood, and I was like, really? Mm-hmm. Like how? Like I remember like tons of stuff. Like not, yeah. Like I said, not like Tim Rogers, but um. But I remember I talked to my wife about it, and it actually made her get like, she started like tearing up a little bit, talking about you know the extent of the memory I have, you know, versus most people, including her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess you know. But anyway, that made me think more about, you know, because you might hear that like, oh, there's this guy that can like remember every little detail of his whole life, like, oh, that would be awesome, but. You know, the thing about that is you don't just remember the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And especially, and like I said, if you watch the Doom video and you read that Final Fantasy VI thing, you know, you see a lot of the stuff that he went through as an adolescent. And a lot of it's the kind of stuff that most people would rather forget. Yeah. And and here's a guy that literally can't. Yeah, so it's it's more of, it's almost like a curse. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes that's how I feel about it. But like yeah. I said, I didn't realize that there was anything exceptional about my memory. Cause I, you know, I feel like you think like, Oh, it'd be nice to be able to remember all these things. But the flip side of that is it's nice to be able to, if not forget things, have them be far enough in the past that, you know, it's, it's a fuzzy memory you have rather than being mm-hmm. able to like mentally put yourself right back into that situation along with all of the emotions that, went with it yeah yeah i think that i remember a lot of stuff but it's very it's certain it's certain things you know there's i i can't say to the extent of which uh if how it compares to maybe like the kind of memories that you have yeah how closely you remember certain things i mean you remember certain things you were wearing at these certain events and stuff like that when some, these maybe sometimes I would say that not usually though. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's but pretty it, does minor it go for detail. everything? Because I can remember a lot of stuff, a lot of very specific things. Yeah. Specifically around like video games. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I got this video game on this day and I remember, you know, going home and like exactly like how that day felt. Yeah. And, you know, very like vivid aspects of that memory but then there's a lot of things that i don't remember yeah i mean to me that just sounds normal yes (laughs) yeah 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 i mean it's the same reason my mom used to always say you know if you remember if you remembered and knew as much about uh you know the stuff that you're doing in school yeah as you do about these games you know you'd be yeah you'd, you'd be doing a lot better not that I did bad in school, but I was like, I was purely 100% average. 
Oh, same here. I was just <laughs> not exceptional in any way and not a mess, but I, you know, and I struggled with certain things and I, you know, I was, I was a, uh, I was an English and social studies. Like I was good at English and social studies and bad at math and science, but I wasn't like so bad that I couldn't pass. I just wouldn't, uh, I just have to work a lot harder Sure. to do. Okay. And I don't remember a lot of that stuff still. Yeah. Well, I'm out. Remember most of the stuff I learned in high school or in public school in general anyway, you know, or college mm-hmm. really. I mean, you learn the stuff that, or you remember the stuff that you need to know, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, or anything involving like a mnemonic mnemonic. That's hard. Am I saying that right? Mnemonic. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like Johnny mnemonic. It was an 80 gig hard drive in his brain. It's about to explode. Probably not Johnny mnemonic, but uh, no, but you know, like, uh, uh, you know, what is it? Pardon, pardon my dear aunt Sally or uh, uh, Sokotoa. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway, um, on the, on the subject of school, yeah. I mean, is that okay if I kind of jump to subject? I mean, well, we can circle back around. I was pretty much done. So, okay, please do. So I've, I've mentioned it like on our live stream and also uh, I may have mentioned it during the episode with Brady last week, but these last couple of weeks, it was my kids last couple of weeks of school for the year. And it was just a lot of different things happening. And I had to go in and do this thing for uh, this, like, like a career day or future day thing. And I had to, uh, the, 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 the faculty and staff found out that I'd, that I do YouTube and like, oh, you got to come in and talk to the kids about doing YouTube because all kids, they all want like watch YouTube and they want to know all about it. I mean, so they'll I definitely pay more attention to like what you have to say versus like a, a <laughs> like a locksmith or something probably. I, well, maybe, but there was a lot of people that did a lot of really cool things. Yeah, you know, it wasn't always. But just that's you as like, like a forty-something year old. You know, like at my age, if somebody wanted to tell me about their career as an electrician, I would love to hear that. Or locksmith, I would love to hear that. Right. But not when I was like eight. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it was very much that. And I wonder if these kids were disappointed <laughs> in it. But it was it was a really cool experience. I had to speak to... Uh, so I was, I was set up in a room in one of the classrooms, in my daughter's classroom, actually. And they cycle out the classes. Like, different classes go to different rooms for 25 minutes at a time. And, uh, you know, the presenters would present or like talk and like just whatever. And so I spoke with five different classes. Uh, I think it was two fifth grade classes, two fourth grade classes and one third grade class for like 25 minutes at a time about doing YouTube. And it was it was interesting because I had this huge list of things that I wanted to like touch upon and some classes I would, you know, like would only get through half of it. And other times I would get through the whole thing and not know what to talk about for the rest of the time. Because I just tell the kids, you know, if you have a question, just raise your hand and, you know, and I'll pick you and you, you, you ask it. Just, just to kind of, you know, fill in the time, I guess. And uh, it, was, it was a really cool experience. And at first I was, I was a little stressed out. I was thinking, well, how do I... <laughs> I want this to be good and I want these kids to have a good time. Uh, but then I realized like these kids are all 10 years old and under. 
Sure. They're not going to care if it's like this big uh, presentation that's all flashy and cool. Yeah. I, I can just sit up there and talk about stuff. And, you know, by far the coolest thing for them was, you know, I brought my, this was my, my wife's suggestion was to bring stuff to like show the kids yeah. also. Yeah. And so I brought my, my thing, my thing right oh, here. Oh yeah. The, the play and button the, for people the listening, play button. The, the silver play button. Yes. Yeah. And I call it the thing because that's what Pat that's Finnerty what calls, calls it. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Oh, it's a thing, you know, the thing, uh, which is like appearing in the back of the video here. Yeah. It's always if you if you have one, it's always appearing. Although I feel like you should have it yours on on the wall to your uh to your left or whatever. Like, you know, over here. The other or, side. Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah, you could put it there. Well, where it'd would be, I put it over there? I don't know. Because this like gets a, cropped down anyway. I mean Oh. I don't know. But I mean just in general. Uh but uh, you know, I I brought it and I passed it around and the kids yeah. lost their minds. Wow. It. It's like passing around like an Oscar. Yes, but not nearly as is exclusive, I guess. Yes, I would rather uh, have an Oscar. I'll just say that. Yeah. If anybody from the you know Oscar committee or whatever, if anyone from the academy is listening, if there's any way to get me an Oscar for something, please do so. <laughs> so I, you know, I passed that around, and they were they are all th asking me, "Do you think you'll get a a gold play button?" Which is when you get a million, and I'm like, "There's yeah. zero chance of that happening." I'm sorry, but there's no chance that I will ever. You really, you really that believe level. that? Hundred percent. There's, there's just no way that I will ever come close to getting that. Hmm. It's just, it's just not possible. Because I used to feel the same way about the silver one, but then we, I got one. So yeah, but I mean, that's the gold one is getting <clears throat> ten of those. I know, but I mean, you're like a quarter or of no, the way it's there. Getting, it's getting no, not ten. It's getting yeah, it's getting it's ten. Yeah, yeah, ten, yeah, ten. But you're already a so quarter achieving, of the way there. Yeah, after ten years. Well, but yeah, but I mean, it it the longer you go, I think the it picks up steam like more and more. You know. Yeah, I don't think that. I mean, look at whose T-shirt you're wearing today. He did it. That's true. But his stuff is definitely a bit more. Uh, I, I guess just has a uh, wider appeal. I would say a wider appeal. Yeah. And I think that he knew, you know, what things he could. I, we're talking about Norm, the gaming historian. This is oh, like yeah, sorry. right here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that he knew, oh, I can do videos on these subjects and they will do yeah. huge numbers. Yeah. You know, like I he mean, wanted, when, that was an, important for him, I think. He wanted the million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like who, that was his would, goal. Right. Yes. So I, mean, I think, I mean, yes, obviously we, we would all like that, but I'm saying I think for him, he saw that as like this is an attainable goal. That if I, you know, work my butt off and, yeah. you know, produce content sort of with that goal in mind, I can do it. I wonder when he thought that that was a, something he could attain, because yeah. I feel like if he was when he was at 200,000. Yeah. He wasn't thinking he could attain that. Yeah. I think I pro maybe when you pass 500,000, maybe it suddenly it's, it becomes attainable. You know, the possibility of it becomes more more realistic because yeah. you're half of the way there. All right. Okay, but so anyways, you passed around the silver play button. The kids thought it was awesome. Oh, the kids thought it was so cool. Yeah. Uh, 
and just, you know, a lot of kids would have a lot of questions. And sometimes it wasn't even about, uh, you know, like doing YouTube. Yeah. Because they they see certain things. Like they're like, oh, how many games do you have? Yeah. Do, like, do you know that? <laughs> how many do I have? Yeah. Do you know? Like, do you have like, like a catalog physical games? or something? I mean, I, I use one of those CLZ, like a CLZ game tracker where I like uh-huh. scan in everything. Oh, all right. But that doesn't even cover... I tried to do the aspect because it has a hardware aspect, and I was—I just thought there's, this is way more of a hassle. Yeah. Because clearly, I—I I feel as though I'm in. There's enough stuff here that, and I've been talking about this for a long time that I need to get it insured in case something happens. Yeah. Same here. And, uh, but anyways, a lot of kids were asking about that, but you know. One thing it was, because when I first had mentioned it to my son that I was going to talk to the kids about this, and he says, oh, I think a lot of kids want to be YouTubers because they think it would be an easy job. So that was always something I would ask the, the, the class. I said, so how many of you think that like doing YouTube is an easy job? Yeah. <laughs> See, that is why you need a cough button. And that's the cough button. But I mean, I wouldn't even be able to reach for it. Yeah, but if you get like what I have, you put it wherever you want. Bless you, by the way. Sorry. Uh, then you put it right Thank on the you. desk. You know, it yes. was it was fifty nine ninety nine, made in the USA. Can I see what it looks like? Uh, maybe. Well, not really. Sorry. Well, kind of. Sorry. Oh, cool. I, okay, so it just goes right through. Upside down. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, moddable. It's- you can make the button be uh momentary which is the way i have it and the way it comes it's like uh i don't know what you call like you can push it and it'll stay down you know what i'm saying okay yeah yeah but i don't want that i just want i want to be able to just have it be momentary so i can just reach over and push it down cough sneeze whatever and then if i let it go then the mic's hot again yeah so but you can do it either way and that's encouraged like you can. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's in like the manual. Like they, they they tell you oh, how to cool. do it. You just open the thing up, and there's a little thing on the switch that you have to move. So that's amazing. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll think. Excuse me. I'll think about it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but you know the kids, they just they thought it was really cool. Uh, and I. Would, oh, but you didn't. You were saying like oh, so when you asked them how many thought it was. Easy, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, a lot of them, like almost everybody, said like I don't think it's easy. Oh, good. You know. Yeah. So I, I was I was surprised by that. Yeah. Uh, because like, oh, you know, you got to do editing. And I, I said, you know, there's a lot of stuff outside of that, especially if you have like some success at it, then, you know, there's like you got to like worry about like, you know, like the money aspect, like, 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 you know, uh, either like setting it aside, you know, doing taxes with it. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of like level, like, a, like a lot of. uh there's another level of responsibility of stuff that you need to handle when it comes to it comes to doing that. And I, I had some stuff I was kind of going through some stuff with my wife saying like, Oh, I want to mention this. And, uh, she's like, you know, I think you need to just kind of dial it back. Cause I had this whole thing. Uh, cause one thing I think about a lot, even in like recent, like the last couple of years is like imposter syndrome. Oh, for like, sure. Oh, what? But and, that's but, not, I mean, that's how do, not how unique you, I, to, youtubers it's everybody right like right. i have just as much imposter syndrome when it comes to my day job as i do yeah. with any of this stuff 
But the thing is, is that you can't talk to like 10 year olds about. No, I, I agree. <laughs> She's like, oh, so I'm maybe not. You don't need to get to that. And, you know, I put that on the very bottom. Like if I needed to get to something. Yeah. You know, like maybe I would talk about it, but uh, I didn't end up having to talk about it to anybody. That's good. What would you say uh, was like the most? Was there any question that we would get? Like, I would just think that, and this is just, you know, my own assumptions, but I would just think that 10 year olds, because I mean, a lot of adults think this too, that like all YouTubers like know each other. So I would just imagine you'd get kids yeah. going like, oh, do you know Cookie Swirl C or or that's the Yeah, only... well, in that case, you could say, well, no, I, but I know somebody who, you're, you're, you know, like, know her uh, husband, right? Yeah, you're like two, two degrees, is that two degrees or three degrees? You know me, yeah. I know the husband or the boyfriend, so that's, yeah, yeah, you're two degrees because I'm one degree, right? I don't <laughs> yeah. even know. But, you know, I mean, of course, there was a lot of stuff like that because immediately yeah. they're like, oh, do you know Mr. Beast? Oh yeah, he's like, like the you know, like like the most popular YouTuber now or something like that. Is he? I think so. I don't, I don't really know who he is. I only see him like on Reddit or something when someone will post it. Like, oh, people are people are mad at Mr. Beast for buying houses or something, and I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for I I don't really know too much about him but i think that what he does it, it for the most part it seems like i don't even know what he does like i know nothing he about does him. like just videos on different things but a lot of times like what he's done as far as i know like what he's done in these last like since he really attained a lot of like some popularity yeah is that he will like just spend that money on doing cool things for people yeah. or like having an event you know like there's one where I don't know. He went to like like a store, like a like a locally owned business, and like bought everything in it. Wow. Like bought like their entire stock of like everything. Yeah. Which I mean, like, is I don't know, like, is that good or is that bad? I don't know if that's like good or bad. If you're selling through everything, but then you don't have like. <laughs> yeah. Then when customers like, come by, you'd be like, "Sorry, we don't have anything." Mr. Beast bought it all. Yeah. Uh, but then there's things where like he would buy, like, bought a bunch of people like cars. Yeah. But he always does this to like make more videos on it, you know. Like he makes videos of him doing this stuff. Yeah, and it's so, funny because some people would say, you know, well, he's just doing that to get content. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's like literally everybody who makes videos. Everybody like, in what? life has an ulterior motive. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some I mean, are just more obvious than others. Yes. Yeah, I think I. Yeah. I, I I would say that that's true, uh, at least from my experience. Yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of people are asking, "Oh, do you know him?" And I'm like, "No, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not not like that." Uh, you could have told him you got to hang out with Clint from Lazy Game Reviews. Yeah, but I don't even know. I don't think no, that they I'm, would. I'm kidding. Watch that either. Who he is, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I would ask, I said, "So what's who's like everybody's favorite YouTube YouTuber?" And you know, yeah. and I would. Like pick on people and just, I mean, the only one that I had like heard the name of is like this SS Sniper Wolf. Yeah, I don't who's know. like I don't know. She's like I. All I know is like I mean, <laughs> I don't really know anything about her. Oh, I didn't even know it was a lady. So yeah. I, uh, but I'm like, oh, I mean, do you know she's probably named after the Sniper Wolf from? 
from Metal Gear Solid. Oh, <laughs> it's like uh, I mean, yeah, that's what I assume that like her name is 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 based on. Probably that'd be, that'd be some coincidence. Otherwise, yes, if it was not, yeah. Uh, but I mean, how many of these kids even know what Metal Gear Solid is? Right. <laughs> uh, but I mean, she seems to be the one that is. Uh, like the the most kids like were familiar with or used like to like you know used her name as like like oh she's the one that I watched the most yeah that's cool um but yeah so we you know we you know it's five different classes twenty five minutes and you know it's it's funny and I I've said this before but you know I think back to like when I was in high school speaking in front of a class for. Is like, oh, you need to like make a speech in front of the class for you know you have to talk about a subject for like like one one to three minutes. Yeah, and that seems like an eternity. Mm-hmm. And now I think about it, and I think, how can I? I can't imagine not talking for like only be limited to that amount of time to talk. Oh, I mean, look, yeah. we like record this pa- podcast every every week, and yeah. we. Although probably I have a hard I, time starting after uh, stopping after an hour and a half. Yeah. Although probably I do far more than my share of uh, talking on the podcast, but, <laughs> well, but I mean, so yeah, do I, but, you know, I felt but, like, yeah, like when I was in high school or something, like having to get up in front of the class and talk was, you know, I, I would dread doing something like that. But yeah, now, I mean, just as part of my job, like I have to talk in front of groups of people all the time, you know, and sometimes it's like, oh, I have a PowerPoint presentation. And I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. it has to just be like, oh, can you go give a tour to like 30 people, you know, of the lab right. or whatever. And I just have to kind of go wing it, you know, here's what this thing does. Here's what that thing does. And so, I mean, you yeah. know, it's a, it's an acquired skill. Yeah. Uh, did you ever like take anybody to see the retro encabulators? The what? Yeah. But... <laughs> <coughs> Cough button. Uh, the the, uh, the the retro encabulator. What are you talking your, uh, about? Yeah, you have retro encabulators at your job. Oh, I didn't. I don't know. Whatever. I don't get the It's an old video where you ever seen that? It's like this guy talking about this device called the retro encabulator, and he uses all these words that are just like made up. Oh. No, I don't. I've I mean, never it's, seen that. It's it's very very funny. Sorry, that's why I didn't get the joke. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, you remember, sorry, are you done with the story about the kids? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember, um, like way back when we started the show, uh, the whole premise of the show was that we were going to like at, put, put each other on the spot and ask each other like <laughs> stupid, like bar stool questions. <laughs> yeah. So I actually thought, I, of, I thought of one. So, oh, okay. So, uh, so with, with respect to your wife, here's my okay. question for you. All right. If if you were single, if you can go back in time to when you were single, mm-hmm. can you think of like you're going to go out on a date with somebody, like a first date? Yeah. Like, what's the kind of thing that you know in the course of a conversation with a date, something that could come up that would be like a, a instant like deal breaker for you, but that from outward appearances is like completely mundane. Like, I'm not saying, like, if you have, like, you know, religious or ideological differences, well, obviously. But I'm talking yeah. about something where, where they could say something or do something and you'd just be like, oh, this is, 
there's definitely not going to be a second date. This is not going to work out. <laughs> I don't, I, it would entirely come down to how desperate I was, probably. <laughs> well, I'm thinking I'm not. I'm thinking that you're there because you're you're you know looking for you know your the point of you dating is like I'm looking for like a life partner, not you know this isn't like a Tinder date where we're just gonna feel each other out before we feel each other up kind of thing. Like this is like yeah. like I'm you know I'm pushing thirty years old in, in this scenario. Let's say you're pushing thirty years old. It's time for me to stop screwing around. And, and settle down with somebody. So, you know, you're so at the what, coffee shop what, with this lady and you're talking break. and she says, yeah, you know, actually, and then says something and you're just like, oh, we're, yeah, this is, I got to get going. Actually, I forgot. <laughs> got to get my teeth cleaned. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is, this is tough because I mean, I can't think of like anything off the top of my head. All right. Well, to give they, you, a, they, to give you a minute to think of something, yeah, maybe this yeah, will yeah. help as an example. The whole reason that I had this question is this kind of happened to me. Like, not, I haven't been single in like a million years, but in fact, mm -hmm. since the last time we recorded, uh, my wife and I had our 23rd anniversary. So, check oh, that out. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, and, my, and my 46th birthday. Which but, was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Um, anyway, there was just like, there's this, there was this lady I used to work with. And uh, we got along really, really well. Like we were like very good work friends. Like I was the only person at work that got invited to her wedding. You know, that's how you know close friends we were. Um, but she had this thing where she doesn't like potatoes. Like just hmm. like oh, you want some French fries? Like yeah, you know I'm not really into French fries or like you know potato chips. Yeah, I'm not really into. I'm just not into potatoes. And I remember yeah. when she said that, and I was like, wow, like, you and I would never, that would never happen. Because, <laughs> I mean, honestly, and it seems like such a stupid little thing, but, like, my wife, like, my wife and I both are, like, potato junkies. Yeah. And that's one of the things I really appreciate about my wife. Like, she will never turn down a potato. Like, we'll even go, <laughs> we'll go to, our, like, our local bar has, like, a restaurant attached to it. Yeah, that like just... one night a week is like prime rib night or something, which I don't I don't like prime rib at all. But uh, when they have prime rib night, they'll have like you can get if you get a prime rib, the, the side that it comes with is a baked potato. And uh, one day we went over there like, you know, it was after work, like, oh, let's go get a beer, you know, and they, they hand you because you can get the same food in the bars in the restaurant. Yeah. And we noticed, oh, it's prime rib night. Well, I'm not getting that. But then we looked and they mentioned the sides and like, oh, they have baked potatoes. And so, like, we asked the waitress, we're like, hey, can we just, like, order just a baked potato, like, by itself? And she's like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like, made both of our night. We're just sitting there drinking a pint of beer and just, like, eating a baked potato, just having, like, the time of our lives, you know? Yeah. So I just can't even imagine, like, if some woman was just like, oh, I have potatoes? I just, yeah, I don't like. Who doesn't like potatoes? Like, that's a staple food. That's like saying, I don't like bread. I don't like rice. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a good point, though. I mean, you know, I although, you know, we don't go out that much anymore, but, you know, it's like getting a getting a big, big plate of like loaded nachos. It's like, hey, let's. Uh, right. Let's just get that and eat that. But like someone's like, oh, I don't like nachos. Yeah. Or, or like, oh, yeah, I don't like specifically. I don't like loaded nachos. I just don't like tortilla chips in general. Yeah. I'd right. I'd be, be like, like, come on. OK, so that means we're never going to have nachos. We're never going to have chips and salsa. If you don't like tortilla yeah. chips, what else don't you like? Like if I go get a taco, are you going to be like, well, that's really just a tortilla chip that's like stuffed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
the theater of the mind, it's like, how is this going to play out over the course of the rest of my life that you don't like tortilla chips? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of those things, you know, I like, I guess this is not really a mundane thing. And maybe it's something that I had experienced before. But, uh, I mean, it would be a deal breaker if someone, and I've had, you know, like you say, oh, like, so what do you like? Like what? Like I don't have like when someone someone says I don't have any hobbies. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, it's like okay. So what do you do? Just like yeah. if you don't have anything to do, do you just like sit there and stare blankly? I mean, I don't know. I wonder if people have less hobbies now because with smartphones, maybe they'll just like look at stuff. So what do you, what are you looking at? Yeah. Like what are you interested in? Like to steal a to steal a, a term from Dan Olson. I feel like if you're the kind of person that doesn't have any hobbies. You're like a fundamentally incurious person. <laughs> yeah, I that that's a good way to put it. I'm I don't, I'm not sure who's who's Dan Olson. Folding ideas, you know, Dan Olson. Oh right, yeah, okay. Yeah. But yes, I mean that's I, if someone says, "Oh, I don't have any hobbies," that would be an instant deal breaker. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, so what do you even want to talk about? What yeah. do you have to talk about? Yeah. That what do you want to share with me? And you're just like basically talking about what is happening like that day or in the situation that you're in. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just can't imagine like, you know, oh, I don't listen, I don't listen to music. You know, there's people like that for sure. It's just like, don't listen to music. Yeah. Like some people for them, like music is just, well, it's just background noise I put on while I'm doing yeah. whatever who just aren't into music, which that, that always mm -hmm. blows my mind when I hear somebody say that, but it's just, you know. Like I always say, like I'm not really into movies, and that would blow somebody else's mind. So there you go. You know, we're all, we're all right. human. But I mean, but you'll still watch stuff. You know, it's just. Like, oh I yeah, I'm not like. Oh, I don't watch movies. I mean, I just watched Rambo three, like I said. But it just. Yeah. I think usually when the idea of like, oh, I'll watch a movie, or you want to watch a movie, and it just never sounds appealing to me. You know, it took me being bedboundedly sick to watch Rambo three, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I do agree on like the, like the incurious yeah. uh, uh, quote that you'd, it fundamentally you know, incurious. Fun yeah. I mean, it's just, it doesn't even have to be something that like, what are you like just passionate about? Yeah. You know? I'm not really, I just, just float through life and I just, you know, I don't really care about anything. Yeah. For somebody like you, somebody like that would just be like an anchor tight around your, waste yeah yeah i mean like my, my wife like has no interest in games at all that's fine like i mean and and but she has like other hobbies that she does like for that that career day i mean my wife does like printing press stuff oh yeah she has like a like a like a hand press like this big like it's the thing is like a thousand pounds but it's like this but like huge for, for paper you're saying yes oh, yeah man that's i mean cool. so she's she's like big into that kind of stuff like stationary yeah. and like that's like her hobby yeah and uh you know, like that and like plants have become a major hobby since we got oh, yeah, this house for her. My wife's huge into the plants. Yeah. Uh, but see, I think that's it's cooler to me. Like, I like the fact that my wife's interests are different than mine, because yeah. to me, it's more interesting to hear about. Like somebody else talking about something they're interested in that I don't already know all about that. You know, right. Like if, if I was, you know, if my like, wife just was just somebody is, who's is, passionate about something else, like talk about it passionately. Is, yes. Cause then you're going to, you're going to learn stuff too. 
right? Yeah. Like, tell me about these plants that you're putting in the yard or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. I don't need to be married to somebody that is also a, a walking encyclopedia of knowledge when it comes to 16-bit sports games, you know? That just sounds, yeah, that exactly. just sounds like, boring. What we just been do we talk about 16-bit sports games, like, yeah. all the time? Just argue about Madden 92 versus Madden 93, you know? Yeah. Versus Championship Edition. Yes, which is, of course, <laughs> the best one. Uh, but, I mean, at the same time, like, I wish that she at least had some interest in it because as soon as I, like, mention something, a lot of times she's just, like, you know, kind of doesn't really care. And that's and that and that's okay too. I mean, yeah. like I wish you know, but and that maybe that's just something that comes along with like, you know, you've been married for twenty three years. I've been married yeah. for, uh, it'll be, it'll be fifteen years in this uh, in September. Yeah. So I mean, it's just you you get to a level of comfort, I guess, where it's just like okay, so I know the like I'm just not gonna bring this stuff up to you because like I know that you you're not super interested in it. That's what I do. Like, I don't, if I don't think my wife wants to hear about something, I'm not going to, I'd probably do that to a fault, to be honest, just because like, yeah, I mean, I always here. assume that nobody wants to hear anything I have to say, except for people watching, but, but yeah, see, that's us, why, like I'm you but, know, listening to us. That's why I like having a YouTube channel on a podcast is I feel like you, not you, but you have made like the decision I want to listen to what this guy's talking about. Right. It's different. Yes. You know, in in real life, if I'm at work or, you know, here at home, you know, if, if I corner my wife or corner somebody at work to tell them all about quack shot, I'm just going to assume that they don't actually want to hear about it. But if I upload a yeah. video talking about quack shot and you watched it, that's on you. Right. Like, I hate that's it when okay. people leave comments just... on my videos and tell me I'm boring. OK, then just watch something else like it's. That's a you problem, pal. You know. Yeah. What it, what it, what were you called? A, a personality vacuum. Oh, Is that what it was? charisma vacuum. Charisma. <laughs> I mean, it just it just I you know it's it I guess that that kind of thing just comes with like being being married for as long and just understanding and knowing the other person's interests yeah. and you know there's only at this point you know you've. Ex- you just gone through a lot of the stuff that there is to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just, that's I mean, just yes the reality. And no, of, I feel like, so, you know, like my wife and I end up talking about stuff and I think you still learn things about the other person. Yeah. You know, like, Oh, oh I sure. never knew that you were, that you liked that or whatever. Yeah. Like I don't, this wasn't that long ago. I remember somehow RoboCop came up mm-hmm. and like my wife was talking about how much she used to love playing the RoboCop arcade game when she was a kid. Really? Yeah. Was she big into the movie though? She's like, oh, I, I love it when so. that guy gets I don't fall, think so. gets knocked into the toxic waste, and then no, I don't. I'm not sure if she's seen the movie actually. Oh. Well, uh, you should just <laughs> watch it with her. No, I I never want to see that again. Actually, uh, it's funny that you know that was one of the things that Tim Rogers had brought up. I think in that Doom video was that he saw RoboCop when he was like ten. I saw it when and I was seven. It, My dad took me to the and then he, he was like kind of scarred by it because the exact yeah. same thing happened to me. Like I watched the movie with my dad and like that, I was not, I was too young and too sensitive to see that. And it was like, like that messed me up for a while. Yeah. I, you know? I can understand. Cause especially I, when you're a kid, you don't understand like it's all fake. 
And so even right. like at the oh, beginning yeah, yeah, yeah. when they're like shooting uh, Murphy's, you know, and it, it was it, his it, handoff. Well, but it was off. other stuff too, but it also was, yeah, he shot his hand off, but then I think one of his arms got blown off, but like, which yeah. is funny because Tim Rogers kept showing that clip over and over again of Murphy's hand getting shot off. And I'm like, that's exactly the kind of thing that I never wanted to see again in my life. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's like, the whole thing is, yeah. like, but you know, it's, I think about that too, because I was, my dad took me to see that in the theater and I was seven. It came out that's in 85. Crazy. So I would have been seven. Yeah. And it definitely messed me up. But I also thought that it, the second I had the chance to watch it on home video when it came out, whenever it came out, like a year later or something. Yeah. Like I for sure watched it immediately again. No, I don't. Uh, but, you know, it's it's one of those. Like, I, I feel as though a lot of my uh, fear of flying comes from Die Hard 2, which I saw in the theater when. Really? That was like, you know, I was I was probably too young to to go and see that. But it just like that plane crash. Yeah. Like it's terrifying for somebody, you know, of, of, of the age that I was. I mean, I don't I don't remember what year it came out, but I saw that definitely in the You're theater. talking about not the plane crash like at the end. You're talking about when, when when they like make that plane, plane crash that was in the holding pattern. Like halfway yes. through the movie or something. When they told them that it was, uh, that they could land and they turned off all the lights or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Colonel Stewart. Remember, that was Colonel Stewart. Oh, the, the, oh. the character. Okay. I, he was the I one that was on the, that was like on the, the radio or whatever with the pilot. Okay. I mean, I think was, was he was the, like the main. Was he the main guy, bad guy, or was General Grant the main? I'm not really sure. I mean, General Grant was a general. I don't so know the think, names. Well, General, I can't remember the name of the actor that played General Grant, but he was the guy that was uh, in um, uh, Coming to America. Okay, he, the Mr. main bad guy I think was like the. Uh, um, Colonel Stewart was the guy that played Death in yeah in, uh, in Bill and Ted yeah yeah. He was also in. I, uh, I can't think of his name. Shawshank Redemption, like, which I also like watched Bill while something. I was sick. You know what I just found out? Alexandria dumbass. It was that guy. <laughs> so I didn't realize this, and I, I had put this in the back of my mind to, to talk to you about because I didn't even realize this was a thing. All right. Uh, so when I was, I had to go up to Akron for work earlier this week. Yeah, and, and of course uh, didn't go to I, Diamond Deli. I know. Nobody I mean, I, ever, I, ever goes anywhere I recommend. I don't know what it is. I'm going to go. I'm going like, to go when I have to go back. In I was weeks. I was not even disappointed that you didn't go because like you expect nobody ever. Do, I tell, oh, you got to go check. Oh, yeah, we didn't make it over. there. But if I go there, I'm going to go there because. So you say I'm going back. Yeah, and I'm going to like spend. It was it was only a challenge because I was we were doing a video shoot and then we were like me and my coworker uh, who drove in from Indianapolis. Yeah. We're going to go like drove separately separately and we were going to go get something to eat and then drive back. Yeah. But we were kind of like out outside of the city. So that would have like had us to go like downtown into yeah. the downtown area. You don't have to do meter parking. Hey, like you don't find you don't owe me an explanation. It's you know, but I like I probably can do you, it when I go you, back. You my expectations were met when you didn't go. But anybody listening to this or watching this, if you live in or around Akron, Ohio, go to downtown mm -hmm. Akron. Go to Diamond Deli, get yourself a sandwich called uh, the Chad's Wait Till You Hear This Story, which, yes, is a stupid name for sandwich, but that's how this place rolls, and get a cup of matzo ball soup. 
Okay. I mean, I, uh, for this video shoot, a uh, reporter who like works for the newspaper, like was on this video shoot with us. Did you ask him about so Diamond I, Deli? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, oh, it's really good. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, and they have like the matzo ball soup, which is, you know, is, is amazing. He said that or she? Yes. Wow. Yeah, he did. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, if I'm, I'm going to be there in a couple weeks on the 22nd, I think I'm going to be there. So. Twenty yeah. first to the twenty second is when I'll be there, so yeah. I'll go then. Okay. Anyway, uh, I interrupted. You said, you but had when I was driving the up there, you know, like I was like there. outside of Columbus, so I saw a billboard for, uh, you know, as like the Shawshank Experience, and I didn't realize like the prison from Shawshank Redemption is like in Ohio, I guess. Yeah, it's Mansfield State Prison in Mansfield, so Ohio. You can go there and get a tour. See, I thought they had torn because I remember seeing i think it was like an interview with the director frank darabont where it was like that they were going to tear the prison down you know when they boot say okay we're going to go film a movie here it was like this prison that was like scheduled yeah. to be torn down well i wonder if they didn't tear it down because there's this thing saying you can go there and get a tour and stuff i mean that movie is so popular and beloved that you could imagine the money to be made if you know for sure yeah and just yeah. like enduring like people yeah. you know new people are getting exposed to it all the time yeah. And if it's just right there, it's kind of in a, I guess, fairly easy to access place. Yeah. Like, like you know, in the Midwest. I just uh, read the so book I'm, again. I'm thinking, uh, oh, I want to. This week. I should go and do that. Yeah. Wait, what did you? Oh, you just I read, just read the, the, book read the book again this week. It's only, it's like a novella. So it's, it's like 110 right. pages. That's an example, by the way. You know, everybody always talks about, you know, book snobs like to just be like, well, the book was way better than the movie. Yeah. Uh, Shawshank is an example of the opposite. Like the novella is good. But, you know, that was a, a Stephen King novella, and then Frank Darabont yeah. took that and wrote a screenplay out of it. He right. improved it massively. Like, the mm -hmm. movie is much better than the book. Yeah. And you don't I mean, even, like, like, sometimes read a book and you'll get, like, more information or details that weren't included in the movie. That's not really the case here. Like, mm -hmm. if you watch, if you're like, oh, I love Shawshank Redemption, I should read the book. You can, or you could just not. Like, I, there's not much to be gained, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But I'm just thinking like it, it might be fun to do that cuz you know my my brother Have you ever been like into a prison before? Like No. Like I've been to Alcatraz a couple times. It's not fun is not the word I would use to describe. Right, but I mean it would be interesting. Sure. You know, and just do. You know, my brother went to the hotel from The Shining like for a Okay. Took a trip and like stayed there. Is that like the Bates Hotel? Or am that's kind of cool, too. Confusing my movies. What is it? It's isn't, like a hotel. Like isn't a, that the Bates Hotel, or am I confusing that with a different movie? That's that's Psycho. You're thinking oh, Bates yeah, Hotel you're right. is Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. No, this this other one, I can't remember. Is it like in Colorado or something like that? No idea. I don't remember either. Uh, but he went, and he thought it, it was pretty cool. Uh, but this might be something fun to do, and it's not that far from me, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I would. If you're already in the area, you know, you yeah. could also, you could also go to the pro football hall of fame. It's really cool. Well, I mean, if you're a museum, that, that's, that's guy, an Akron. It's in Canton, but that's an easy oh, okay. drive yeah, right. from, yeah. from really, really cool. I mean, really? I'm a football fan, but I think even if you're not, I mean, it's just a cool museum. Yeah. Like lots of old, old stuff to look at. Like yeah. Lots of yeah. But you can, you can go in the room with all those, with all stuff. those busts, like the bronze busts. Like you oh, can go yeah, see. Yeah. You could go see John Madden's bust. How cool would that be? That would be pretty cool. 
Yeah. In fact, you could just go do that and walk out, and then they would probably think they would go tell their families this guy showed up and he paid you know the twenty six bucks whatever it is. <laughs> he just went in and and talked to John Madden's bust for a few minutes and left. So it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> that was it. Uh, you know, and when I was I was in Florida a couple of weeks ago for work, and uh, there was like someone had mentioned because I was in Fort Lauderdale and I had never been there before. And like, oh, you should go to like the Hard Rock Cafe. It's like shaped like a guitar. It's like a building shaped like a guitar. Is that like the original Hard Rock Cafe or something? Or I don't know. I have no idea. We used to have one here in Sacramento, and now we don't. So, well, this is, I mean, there's a Hard Rock uh, Casino here. Oh, um, but you know, they had they said, oh, you should go to the one in Fort Lauderdale because it's, it's the whole building is shaped like a guitar. Yeah, you, it's like you can't miss it. Just the body of the guitar or the neck, too? Just the body of the okay. guitar. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, but if if you look it up, because I saw it when I was going to the airport, uh, I was like, oh, look at that. That must be it. Because... Oh, like you can see it out of the plane? No, 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 no. Just like oh, there was a the, picture on the, the drive. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. It was like I saw the building from a distance. Oh, all right. That's pretty neat. When you were like a kid, yeah. was that like, I remember like when I was in like junior high, high school, like. Hard Rock Cafe t-shirts were like one of the cooler. Oh, yeah. Especially, you know, it depended where it was from, right? Because they all had the exact same logo. And then underneath it, in like block lettering, you would say, you know, New York or London or whatever. Yeah. You know, and if you had one from a cooler place, that made it cooler. Yeah. I mean, it's all those. <laughs> I, w- I was thinking about just different. Like, I, I, that's that wouldn't be something I would consider like a gimmick t-shirt. You would but, not. You know, no. Okay. No, but I, I was just thinking, because I think I overheard somebody, I think it was when I was on the way back from Midwest Gaming Classic, I heard a couple of people talking about uh, like like t-shirts and gimmick t-shirts, and they were like, oh, you remember like the co-ed naked t-shirts? It's like co-ed naked something, like sport or something sure, like yes. that. Sure, yes, yeah. Like, co- like, like whatever happened to those? <laughs> yeah. Remember the, you remember the Big Johnson shirts? Big Johnson, yeah, I remember those. There was also like the big dog. Like if you're yep. if you can't run with the big dogs, you got to stay on the porch. Yeah, but those were. I remember Big Johnson shirts got like banned from my high school <laughs> for a good reason. I mean, they're filthy, but uh, I mean, those big dog shirts weren't that big of a deal. No, they weren't. They weren't. But I mean, I bet you the I bet you the coed naked stuff was like banned from. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, from schools too. <laughs> But, uh, you know, when I heard those people, like, I just overheard them from, like, a distance, like, mentioning it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't thought about those in so long. I bet a big Johnson shirt probably goes for a lot of money on eBay these days, you know. I It's like having a classic, like, T&C Surf Designs shirt. Yeah, I, we should, I'm after this, after this recording, we should, uh, we should see what these kind of things sell for. And if, yeah, well, I, I, wonder, I wonder if there's any way to, like, buy them. Still, oh. like, I mean, like I'm sure make... there's got to be somebody on like Redbubble selling, uh, you know, bootlegs or whatever. But, <laughs> you know, speaking of that, I've actually got a package coming today from um, the company that now has the rights to all of the TNC Surf Designs characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ordered a new T-shirt. Uh, you know, it's the same guy that did my channel art. You know, yeah, like yeah. Steve Nazar guy. Um, I got a new T-shirt and I also got a mug. With like all, it's got like you know Joe Cool and and uh, Thriller Gorilla and whatnot. Like I needed mm-hmm. another mug, but how can you say no to that? Yeah, how can I? Uh, yeah. 
That's true. Yeah. That's true. I got, I mean, we have too many coffee mugs as it is, but yeah. if it's if it's cool enough. I know. Like, that's, that's the problem. But I have like a lot of cool mugs now and, and like there's not enough room in the cabinet anymore. Like the, we're already at max capacity. Yeah. We, so we're like beyond I might need capacity. to get, like, get rid of some stuff. We have like some, wait, I mean, we had to put like a bunch of them like in, in the, in the pantry. Yeah. Like with a lot of the water bottles. But even still, it's like so many coffee cups, and then you have so many that you got to like turn some of them sideways to slide them in there. Oh my gosh! Would you say <laughs> do you have a bigger problem with the mugs or water bottles, like overflow wise? Uh, overflow wise, I'd say that water bottles are all right. Are a bigger problem. I think that's and easier. What, just that get is a rid problem that I do not like, contribute to at all. But just get rid of them. I, I feel like coffee mugs are much harder to get rid of. Because they all have cool stuff on them, or you wouldn't have them in the first place. And there's water bottles an actual, are just water like, craft to them. I know, I know. Listen, yeah. this is something that I've like. We, all right. Who's the problem? Is it your wife or your kids? If it's your kids, I'm happy to talk to your kids. If it's your wife, I'm staying out of that. That's a you. That's for you to deal with. It is both of them teaming up. All right. <laughs> to continue to get more and more water bottles while I say we need to get rid of some of these and then my wife's like okay well then like let's ask the kids and they're like no mm. no and they should keep I mean, some of them in their is. room like oh w- wouldn't you like to display them on the shelf in your room since you love these no. water bottles well, like so much? oh i don't want to oh, can you wash them when you're done no yeah no but can we like this this one like the straw is broken on it can we just like throw it away no you know it's just you know i think that my kids they they don't I don't know if this is just like happens with me specifically because I don't think that this happens to my wife, but like they will, like I will ask like, Oh, you know, most recently uh, we went out to dinner and my daughter like barely touched this, this burger. This okay. Shop. She's like, oh, I just don't really feel like eating it. So we took it home. All right. It's in the, uh, in the fridge for two days. And this was like about like the day before I was going to go to Akron. I, w- I said, oh, can I have, you're not going to eat that burger. Can I just have it? So they were out, they were like at, at the hardware store or something, getting something. And I called and I said, oh, you know, can I, can I have the burger? Cause you guys are going to be gone for lunch. Can I just eat it? And immediately my daughter's in the back and goes, no, no. And I'm like, okay. So like, I ended up like not having it. And we, like they are home in time for dinner. So we like heat up the burger for her to eat for dinner and she doesn't touch it. And it's in it's sitting in the, the fridge for another two days. At some point you gotta and throw she, that thing. And, out. And, then, and then she's like, then I say, Oh, the burger's still in there. And she's like, You can have it. I'm surprised you asked the first time. Well, the thing is, I ask most of the time now because it feels like every time I don't ask, I get in trouble. With some your, way, with your child, or with like I with with somebody, like why would you why would you have that? Um, it's 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 a weird. Sometimes it feels like a weird conspiracy that that if I ask, I can be told no. Uh, and it's it's like a power thing, like oh you can't have it, and actually like I would rather throw it out than let you have it. That's why you should have just taken it and eaten it and not even asked. 
The thing is, if you had just eaten it and then never said anything to anybody, they probably never would have even known. Exactly. Exactly. But there's been times where I've eaten something and I, it's like asked about later on. Well, and it's I mean, like, oh, I had that, that, that I get in trouble. And now I have like this thing where I'm like, I'm afraid to like have well, something. I mean, I think it's a situational thing. Like if my wife had like leftover like Thai food in the fridge, like mm-hmm. I would, I would never touch that because I know she's going right, to eat that. That's going to get eaten like that day. But if but I, I mean, this burger, it's easy for I me had, to say, I don't have kids, but I feel like if I had a school age kid with like a, a hand, leftover hamburger in the fridge, like that's, yeah. That's gone, pal. Sorry, I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and especially since uh, they're probably not going to eat it anyways. Right, right. But it's like a it's it's got to be like a power thing. Yeah, where you know, I asked to have it, and I'm like immediately told no, and like, okay, so are you going to eat it then? I don't really want it right now. In fact, like I'm going to wait another two days until yeah. I decide that I don't want it. Yeah. And now the burgers like half a week old and you can have it now if you want. I mean, I think you're overthinking it. I don't think you're giving your kid too much credit as far as like it being some kind of like power move. I just think, right. I mean, I, I think that I don't think that it's like actually a power move, but good. uh, I mean, I think that, you know, I, it's just one of those things where kids uh, are made to do so much that when they're asked to, uh, to have, um, autonomy on something like they're immediately going to go they're going to say no no i don't want you to have that yeah because you're giving me the option to say no so yeah. i'm going to say no i get that so you listen to a lot of the radio right i mean in your car i mean you listen to the radio i mean if i it depends if i have anything else that i don't want to listen yeah. to this i mean this has nothing to do with anything but mm-hmm. You know, I was going to bring it up in a previous show and I was like, ah, I'm just not going to bring it up. And it just keeps happening. And it's just like, you know, I know I like to bag on, you know, terrestrial radio or whatever, but it's just like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> can we please stop playing under the bridge like every yeah. hour on the radio? Like, I, I hate that song. And I only hate that song because it's like you won't ever stop playing that song. And it's just like. You know, like I know Pat Finnerty did his whole video that was like ostensibly about Danny California, but really was, in my opinion, just him kind of dragging the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like I don't, I'm not like a huge fan. Like I don't own any of their albums, yeah. but like me either. Yeah, I but I'd buy like their greatest hits album, maybe listen to in the car. Mm-hmm. Like if if any other Chili Pepper song, any other Chili Pepper song that was like a released <laughs> single comes on the radio. I'm probably going to be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Even Danny California, like, yeah, it's a dumb song, and it's probably my second least favorite. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, if you go on, like, a streaming service and just say, okay, show me, like, what are the Chili Peppers, like, top 20 most listened to songs? Like, I'll, mm-hmm. I can read through them and be like, oh, that's a banger. That's another banger. How come I never hear that one on the radio anymore? Yeah. I remember that one. That was a good one. And I never hear any of them. But and some the of them, it's like, hey, where'd that song go? I'd love to hear that song again on the radio. But nope, yeah. we're going to play Under the Bridge again instead. Because it's, it's just easy. It's easy. Uh, you know, there's enough people out there that won't change the channel. Yeah. But that. Is, is that song cheaper 
to play than something else? Uh, maybe. I mean, maybe during like due to its age. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, don't I, know. I have no idea how. Yeah. Money works in that situation, but yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I've never been like a big Chili Peppers fan. Like, I just, I, I don't know. It's just I. The only song that I like, I really that's memorable to me is I don't even think it was a, a single. It's like off of Californication. It's a song called Parallel Universe. Oh, I don't know. It says that's a good, good little tune. I mean, but, I just feel I mean, like to me, it's like they've been they were a constant presence, like from yeah me being a teenager all the way through my twenties, and so like for me, I hear any Chili Pepper song, and it it takes me back to a certain time, and like. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a visit from like an old friend, even though, like I said, I'm not running out to buy, you know, Stadium Arcadium or or <laughs> even Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Like I'm not I'm not so into the band. I want to hear any like their deep cuts. But right. I'm saying I think I enjoy their entire catalog of like released singles. And mm-hmm. I would like Under the Bridge if I could just hear it a little bit less and have it like mixed in a little bit more with, yeah. you know everything else you know i like mayonnaise on a sandwich i don't want to eat a mayonnaise sandwich you know what i'm saying <laughs> that, and that's that's all there is to say about that i guess that sums yeah. it up right yeah pretty much uh so you want me to hit you with these uh we've been we've been at it for an hour and a half but i mean you want me oh to hit by you the with way the... this is uh episode 31 <laughs> of here's my question for you that you've been <laughs> You're tuned in. Call. I didn't even realize. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Brady was saying like next week or like next week. I mean, from now on, because yeah. we like wait till, uh, you know, like further and further into the episode. Yeah. That we should like have it be like the end of yeah. the episode. You know, kind of like how movies like never have the title to, at the beginning anymore. It's yeah. always like at the end credits. Sure. You know, at the end of this edit, you could have it be like episode 31. It's just like this big text, like push into it. Yeah, we could. That's more planning than I like, you know. Yeah. It's only funny if it's not on purpose. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, I, like I said, I was a little unprepared. Yeah. But I do have, like, you know, I have, like, a, 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 a text document on my phone that I, like, will put things into. Right. And I had a, I had, I have th- three yeah. uh, different in-progress, like, uh, does it slap or should we eat it? Uh-huh. Uh, options, but all three of those only have two options right now. And okay. I had one that I just I just filled in mm-hmm. a third option uh, before uh, this before we were, were recording. I don't know if it's going to be nearly as good as the other ones. Yeah, and this is, it's pretty dumb. It's just like something that maybe I thought about one day. But I mean, don't, the entire premise of this segment is dumb. That's the point. Yes. I think. All right, so anyways, here we go. One second. Here's my question for you. You've got to keep one and need two. Pick one that slaps, and the other two that drops. That's my question for you. That's Shane from Prince Edward Island right there. <laughs> I was surprised uh, that Greg didn't know him. I just assumed. <laughs> that they were, that they're just especially buddies. when I found out that Greg lived on Prince Edward Island for a while. Like, don't you know Shane? Like, you guys are about the same age. <laughs> I mean, maybe they had run into each other. Maybe they've been in the same. Did place I not make it time. clear? Shane the musician. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Shane the musician. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about. So the other version of the song yeah. uh, has 
like the glass shattering at the end. Yes. And that got me thinking, you know, like that makes me think of David Letterman. Okay, yeah. And, you know, so. The great David Letterman. Where he would throw his pencils or his like top 10 list like through the windows behind him and it would be the glass shattering sound, right? Yes. Is that like the birth place in a way of like a soundboard? Oh, I don't. You think? I mean, I, I won't be so. But I mean, that is because, you know, you have like soundboards being used like online a whole bunch. And that like basically comes down to like, I wonder if. I mean, I feel more like that's a. But I mean, did it popularize like the idea of a soundboard? Maybe. I think that goes all the way back to the days of like old time, like pre-television radio when you had radio shows. Mm. You know, it'd be like some detective show. And you had the actors and you also had the sound guy over on the side having to like make different noises and whatnot which they still do right. on like prairie home companion if you ever listen to that but i mean like as a like a comedy aspect i mean maybe it. i don't i don't know okay so anyways here's here's my uh my does it slap or should we eat it uh these are have nothing to do with anything we talked about tonight that's fine. or today yeah okay so i was thinking about like like uh physical like objects or like games okay so i have simon which is simon is the one where it's like you know, yeah, the lights know, flash simon, yeah. like the yeah yeah so it's like one two three four and you what was do you remember because remember radio shack used to sell a knockoff simon i can't remember what that right. one was called well they, I, they have a new simon i mean they sell simon now still like i mean like not radio shack but like target has yeah. like new versions of simon i always sucked at simon yeah i for some reason you know for someone who has has a good memory. Yeah. In that in that moment, it's it's a lot. It's pretty difficult. You remember Pocket Simon? There was Mm-mm. the little one that it just had like the little LED lights on it, and then little buttons next to it, so you could like play Simon on the go. And that's I mean, because the one in the commercials was cool because it was like the size of a frisbee, you know, it had those big right. light up buttons that you'd push. There was you know also portable handheld Simon. Okay, so we have Simon. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Rubik's Cube. All right. Also terrible at uh, Rubik's Cubes. And uh, and this is the one that yeah, I couldn't think of anything else. And uh, it's it's uh, Connect 4. But the, th- the difference is Connect 4 doesn't really work as much as I wanted it to because Connect 4 is something you got to play with another person. But the other two you play, you can play by yourself. Well, so then, I was trying to think of something like a third option that was right. You know, as iconic as as Simon and Rubik's Cube, and I just I could not find a, or think of anything. Yeah. In the couple man. of minutes I spent on this before the show, now you got me trying to think of something. But I mean, I'll tell you right off the bat. I mean, it's ironic because I'm you know someone that normally prefers my you know I, I enjoy my alone time and I'm more introverted. But I absolutely would keep uh, Connect Four. Connect Four also. That's the only one out of all those that I ever owned back mm-hmm. in their day. Like I have a Rubik's cube now just to sit on a shelf and be like a little eighties relic or whatever. But yeah. like, I've always been way too stupid to do uh <laughs> Rubik's cube. And you know, once I think once you got to like five beeps on the Simon, I was already kind of done. So, yeah, but I mean, connect Four, connect Four of those cool commercials on TV. I remember that's probably what made me want to buy connect Four. I remember I used to play that one with my Nana. Okay, so, so I mean, so you're going for the one though that you play with another person. Yeah, but I mean, guess. you go to you go to like you know, bar, you know go, go to like a brewery or something now, and they'll have you know, 
oftentimes maybe those like a shelf with board games and there'll always be a connect four there what if i was a throw in jenga into there i think i had jenga at one point i was never that mm-hmm. into jenga you ever have you ever played one of those gigantic jengas though no but i know what you're talking about but i don't I mean that's like a whole i think part of it for me is like jenga is like frustrating because like it's I wouldn't be playing that from the perspective of like trying to win so much as just like that's almost like a two player co-op game to me. Like I'd rather like let's play Jenga, but let's see how tall we can make this thing. Yeah. And then when you end up being the one that screws it up, then I'm just going to be frustrated with you. <laughs> I'm not going to be happy that I won, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so still connect four then. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would be a good third option if you were trying to go for like single player non-video game games. Yeah, time time killers, like our time wasters. Yeah. Um You know something I used to love playing? I don't know. This sounds like so stupid. But I had this little Radio Shack. Um it was a slot machine, a handheld slot machine. But it wasn't like digital. Like it was it was mechanical. Really? Like it was spring so loaded, you, like, so you'd pull the thing. And, and it wasn't like a, a, like it was pretty flat. It was like a, something you could put in your pocket. But, you know, you could pull the things and then push the little buttons down to stop the the rollers. But I mean, it didn't keep any kind of cumulative score because it didn't have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just like a t- little time waster. Yeah. You, know, you just do it. Yeah. But I don't remember even where I got that, but. You know, I was a huge Radio Shack kid <laughs> when I was a kid, and I, I loved that little thing. Yeah. Plus, like I said, I was pretty stupid as I am now, and so like that was more <laughs> at my level. My, you know, my intelligence level. Was... You just want to like pull the lever or hit the button. Yeah. And like have it do everything for you. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Speaking of that, is like I, I remember that you know I lived in a lot of houses growing up. We used to move a lot, mm-hmm. and like I remember the house that we lived in when I had that thing, and. uh I looked sometimes I like looking on Zillow for like either houses I used to live in or maybe houses that friends of mine used like houses that I spent time in as a kid, you know? Yeah. Cause you can, then you can like see what they look like now. Well, some, I mean, cause sometimes they will be like interior, you know, if the house has gone up for sale recently and no one's taken them down a lot of times there's interior pictures and it's crazy that house I lived in that house. Like, 85 86 87 so a long time mm-hmm. ago and that house must have sold semi recently and uh so there's a bunch of interior pictures up there and it like it hasn't changed i don't think they even changed the carpets since i lived there <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> that that is kind of cool though it is i i i'm i'm facebook friends for with uh even though i've never really i've never spoken to uh them the people that bought my mom's house yeah and uh I I I never spoken to either of them, uh, you know, like in person. But I did, you know, I sent them a f- friend request on Facebook, uh, just because I say, oh, you know, I used to live there, and uh, you know, I just like to see what they've done to like the house that I grew up in. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And it's it's pretty wild. Like, I I wonder if people that you know they used to live in this house feel that same way when we like cut down this uh, like ugly like tree that was in front of the house yeah 
They're like, oh, I can't believe they did that. You know, like they like knocked down like a bunch of walls in in the uh, in my old house. But they keep like there's certain things that are still there, like the like the uh, like the kitchen counter is still the same and all this other stuff. So, if like a family showed up at your house mm-hmm. and and just said, "Hey, you know, we used, we just used to live here," and uh, can I look around? Yeah, would I let them? I would absolutely yeah. let them. Yeah. And in fact, I'm going back to uh, when I go to Akron uh, for work in a couple weeks. I'm uh, the next day, I'm going to Erie, Pennsylvania for another show that I'm working at. And then, which is, Erie, Pennsylvania is like 45 minutes from my hometown. Wow. So I was going to go there and like hang out with, with my friend Chris, who we were going to have on this podcast at some point. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, I'm just going to like hang out there for a day or a day or two or something. And I was thinking about going to the house and being like, hey, I'm, I used to live here. Can I? come inside but at the same time i'm kind of scared to like look inside yeah is that you know you kind of don't want to see it but i would i would absolutely because let somebody you'd be come in here. upset if they changed it a lot or i wouldn't be upset if they changed a lot i don't blame them for changing a lot. i you know it's just the idea of you know this is the place that i you know experienced this i remember sitting here and this is yeah you know it's just like I don't know. It's the same thing with like a lot of like the old games that I have. Like this, I I can't get rid of it and get another one. It's like it's the exact one that that yeah. I grew up with. You know, it's like this is the place that I, you know, I have these memories of being right here, like feeling this way or something. And I, but I wonder if it'd be good for my memory. Like if I would remember a lot of stuff. Maybe. I mean, that might be just like an emotionally intense experience, though, like a lot of memories flooding back, you know. I I don't know if I'd want to do that or not. Um, I've thought about it, though. Maybe I would, maybe I'll send her a message on Facebook and and say, is it okay if I, can I stop by? Yeah, I think if you just say, can I stop by, then it's obvious, you know, if you say, hey, can I, can I come in your house and look around? Can I lay in your bed? Like that might, that might creep them out. But since you're already friends on Facebook, I think if you just reached out and said, Hey, I'm going to be in town in a couple weeks, like, would it be okay if I stopped by? Yeah. You know, and plus that way you're not springing it on them. Like, Hey, I'm here. Cause that's not yeah. really cool. You know, either. I'm going to do that. You should. I'm going to do that. I highly recommend that you do that. Reaching out ahead of time. Well, I mean, not, I mean, I, I just doing that in, in the first place. Yeah. Or just like just going there. Like, yeah. you know, I'm going to, I will reach out ahead of time. Yes. But I'll also, uh, just, just the, the idea of going there. Cause yeah. I've only been back to my hometown a couple of times. Like once my mom moved away, there was not as much of a reason for me to go back. Cause sure. Like, like my immediate family is no longer, like my entire immediate family is no longer there. Yeah. So I'll let you know how that goes. Please do. Yeah. All right. Well, it's probably time to, I know you went two and a half hours with uh, Brady last week. Yeah, or it, it was, was but, it was uh, unintentional. I didn't yeah. even understand how it went two and a half hours. Yeah, but, uh, but we should probably wrap it up. But on the way out the door, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you, and by extension, anyone listening, uh, uh, an album. It's not even really an album. I don't know what you want to call it. It's, it's an album, I guess. Recommendation. I just okay. bought it. So uh, I don't. I don't really understand the whole backstory with this. Apparently, like back in the 70s, some research came out suggesting that 
uh, like house plants responded to music. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard this. And yeah. and so then people started making albums that specifically were like, "This is music for your plants." Okay. Well, it was just super. I mean, research or no research, that sounds pretty gimmicky uh, to me. But I, I do actually have an album that's like music for plants or something because I got it for a couple bucks and it's just like a stupid thing to buy. But um, but there was this this uh, album that originally just got pressed into vinyl back in the 70s that I guess now is pretty it's pretty valuable. Like it's over 100 bucks just because mm-hmm. at the time, the only way to get it, I, it's called Mother Earth's Plantasia. So like Fantasia, but Plantasia, yeah. ha ha. Uh, the only way to get it, two ways to get it, where either you had to go to the store called Mother Earth in LA, which is a plant store, and you could get it there, or they had some kind of deal with some mattress company where if you bought a mattress, it came with a copy of this album. But oh. uh, at some point, some other company like bought the rights to it, and like they repressed it on vinyl. Uh, they re-released it, or they released it for the first time on CD, which is how I got it. But it's also on like all the streaming services. So okay, and it's pretty cool, Plantasia. Um, I, I mean, it sounds like something my wife would like, would play for the plants. I don't, I'm not even talking about plants. I'm just saying it's cool. It's like, it's from like the seventies like when just... like, like people were starting to use, uh, Moog synthesizers to make like this right, right. kind of crazy, like, cause like the whole album was made using a, a Moog. And so it like has that cool early electronic Moogie sound. I, I thought it was, I put it on and I was like, man, this is cause I, I put it on streaming and I was like, dude, this is cool. Can I get this on CD? And yes, you can. So, uh, so I did. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. I will see if it's on Apple Music and add it. Yeah, um, I don't have any recommendations. What's well, fine? I mean, it wasn't. It's not a competition. That was just. I mean, I think it's it's cool to like recommend stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been, you know, neck deep in that new Zelda game. Right. I, like, recommend that to anybody who's, you know, the five people out there listening to this that are not that is not playing that. Now, if you load up that Zelda game, do you have to agree to like four different <laughs> terms and conditions documents? Yeah, or does they, it just they're, play? they're like they ask for a lot of personal information that, that Nintendo is specifically mm. saying we are going to sell this to okay. advertisers. Mm. You know, they're they're you know, they just they ain't got nothing to lose, so no. they just ask it straight up. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, That's it. Next time when we record the next one, yeah. I'll, we're going, I'm going camping this weekend. Oh, I'm nice! Going camping with the with the with the kids tomorrow, and we're going kayaking. On oh, kayaking! Like great a big, a kayaking, uh, a trip. We're yeah. taking the dog and everything. That's awesome. Apparently, uh, they we got the dog a uh, a life vest. Oh yeah, it's, you should. <laughs> that that has a that has a shark fin on it. Apparently. Oh nice. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, my dog's life vest has a shark fin on it. You get a, uh, when you go camping, you get like, do you rent a trailer or you sleep in a tent? Uh, we're, we got a tent. Good. It's a, like a big tent and yeah. it's like on a campground. There's like other people around and there's like, uh, it's, I, I, I don't really know what to expect, but it's like on the little Miami river, okay. which is like, uh-huh. you know, a bit North of here, but not, yeah. we've, I've gone kayaking on this river before, but this is the first time we're doing, we're doing kayaking and camping. And we're going tomorrow, and we're going to be gone all day on Saturday. Come back Sunday morning, nice. and then we're we have like free tickets to a, a Reds game. Oh, nice! So a baseball game. Like as soon as we get back from camping, I'm kind of excited because I've heard about like the whole like 
I've heard a lot of people say that the the pitch the pitching clock like, yes. makes it a lot more fun. Like well, it's, it's just it's, like it tightens up the game, right? It's like you yeah. can't be hanging around forever adjusting this and doing that. It, it the games have definitely sped up. And I've, I mean, yeah. I've been watching. That's another thing I did a lot of while I was sick. Mm-hmm. Is I watched, you know, I, I watched the Giants game like every single day. So yeah, and it definitely. I mean, it's not like all of a sudden games are sixty minutes long, but I mean, that was one of people's main complaints about baseball is just how slow it is, and it, it's definitely. It had definitely gotten slower, right? People were yeah. definitely wasting more time either in the batter's box or, or up on the mm-hmm. pitcher's mound, and that pitch clock has really helped with that. Yeah, that's that's cool. I'm I'm excited about it because I haven't been to the been to a game since they implemented that, and I think, I mean, I'm not even a big baseball fan. Yeah, but I like the experience of it, and I think that one of the things that's kept me away from wanting to go so much is that that experience is it's it can be a pretty long drawn out oh yeah day yes and you know if if they can condense that down to like two and a half hours i'd say that's i mean i don't know what the average is but that's what i feel like yeah that sounds about right for how long baseball games that don't go into extra innings i feel like they're taking about two and a half hours yeah that that sounds like a like a fun day out that's not going to be the only thing on your schedule for that day. Yeah, for sure. I'll, so I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. In the next one. Cool. And we we should we should uh, come back. You, you, when I was driving, you sent me a message asking me like what my baseball walk on song would be. Yeah. So we, we should walk we should up. revisit that question in a more public forum in the next episode. Yes. Although I didn't have that's not a question I asked you because I had a good answer. So no. well now, now you can think about fun. it though. All right, I'll try. I'll come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 31. Uh 31. the Baskin Robbins episode <laughs> of uh here's my question for you. Is that 31 and, flavors uh, or something? Yeah, I don't know. Is it called that somewhere? Like here it's always been called Baskin Robbins, but their whole thing is they have 31 flavors of ice cream, but then some people refer to the place as 31 flavors. Oh. So I don't know if it's I, like I've a never, Carl's I've never Jr. slash Hardee's kind of thing or what's going on. But I feel like 31 flavors, like it's a lot of flavors. It, it's a lot of flavors, but it's not particularly impressive anymore. I don't but know. I, I you mean, don't think so? I'm don't trying know. to think like when I go into most ice cream shops, I don't think they have that many. I still feel like 31 flavors is a pretty good amount. But it, I mean, that's going to be relative to wherever you live and what kind of ice cream mm. places you have available to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got graders here, which oh. I, I'm not sure if they have 31. They, maybe they do. I don't know. I just yeah. know it's really expensive. And I don't like you should, because You should so call expensive. them. Like, call them up today and just be like, how many uh, how many flavors do you have there? Do you know? <laughs> do you like, have more than 31? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we have more than 31. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Ask All them if right. they think that 31 flavors is, is particularly impressive. Yeah. Is a impressive number. Well, you should go into a Baskin Robbins and ask them that. Yeah. Like, do you think, do you think like, that in, in this the, day in, in 2023 and, is yeah. 31 flavors like that impressive? Yeah. I mean, with inflation and whatnot and, you know, like <laughs> everything that, you know, things are getting bit, you know, like a cup of soda is bigger than it used to be. A hamburger is bigger than it used to be. Like, do you really think that 31 <laughs> flavors after all these years is anything all that great? And out of those 31... Like how many of those are actually even good? How many yeah, of those? Right. I mean, because like you know, you know one like, of those is like bubble gum, and that's disgusting. Yes. 
So that doesn't gum. even count. Now you're down to 30 already. One of them is vanilla, yeah. which vanilla ice cream is an ingredient in things. It's not something that... I, I do love vanilla ice cream. And like I, you'll I just eat vanilla ice more. cream just like bare? Yeah. That, see, to me, that's like psychopath stuff. <laughs> that's like eating plain yogurt just like out of the yeah. container. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I like I like plain uh, uh, vanilla ice cream, but you know, if, if I'm in a position to make a choice, I will put at least I will put rainbow sprinkles on it. But does, I mean, does that add anything aside from the no, visual? No. Like no, I'll take I mean, vanilla ice cream. Like give me some hot fudge and some chopped peanuts and, and a mm. cherry or something at least. But other than that, like vanilla ice cream, no thank you. <laughs> I'll I'll take it by itself. All right, but I'll put vanilla. I'll put rainbow sprinkles on it, just yeah. so I can say it's not straight up right. vanilla. Anyways, this is episode thirty-one. We'll yeah. see you next time. Yeah.